When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is the Hip Hop Save My Life podcast. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Now sit back because it's time for the podcast. Welcome to Hip Hop Save My Life. Uh, I don't know what episode number we're on. Uh, and Rumage is still suffering from what we suspect is a broken wrist. <laughs> and a cracked skull. <laughs> <laughs> it's really fucking... Oh, you'll, you'll be glad to know it's getting better. Okay, good. Mm. How, what, so you, is the pain going? Yeah. Okay, yeah. well that's good news. Mm. That's Loosening good news. up. He, um, he's been chatting some real shit before we started recording, so he's managed, to, he's managed to get it together for this, and we're hoping he's sort of... He's sort of on the level, but we'll you know, see. Uh, we'll see. But you're feeling all right. Yeah, I feel good. Cool, mm. it's good. My wife has just started. Uh, sorry, I should. I'll let me introduce the guest first of all. <laughs> We're joined by Jacob Anderson, aka Rally Richie. Yeah. Double R what? I want to say double R what? Yes, mate. It's a double double R what? Yeah. Today. And I'm RM. Okay, but. This, <laughs> <laughs> That was a painful silence. Yeah. It was short, but it was painful. Is that the wrist? Is that the wrist yeah. again? <laughs> uh, Jacob, thank you so much for coming to the podcast, man. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's really good to have you. Uh, my wife has just started uh, labour. I shouldn't really be here. No, she started. Uh, she's just. Uh, she, you love her just, all that much. <laughs> she's just started tough mother. Literally just got so right now. Right now, she started doing. So she's texting mother. while she's doing that, or she texts yeah. me to say that the babysitter's late. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so she was late to start the thing. Oh, but good luck. She, so let's just like blast through this. No, let's man. Just get through this no, it's all good. Okay. No, How long good. does that take? I don't know. It's she's doing the short versions. Five miles, thirteen obstacles. Wow. So yeah, she's a tough mother. Yes. I was. Did you ever think that that was? I didn't realize it was like mother, as in like mud. I thought it was like mother. Right, yeah. Tough mother. Well, that's what it's a... Mother. Yeah. Is that what it is? It's what it's a play on, isn't it? Okay. Somebody said to me... Somebody... You know Alan Carr did, did Chatty Man? Yeah. Is that... <laughs> what is that a pun on? Chatty... Yeah, he's a chatty man. Right, okay. That's yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> he's just a chatty man. Uh, uh, <laughs> what do you want? No, I don't want... What do you... <laughs> Uh, Jacob, uh, you've just come from LA, right? Mm-hmm. And what was LA saying? What were you, what were you doing? Something exciting that you can I tell us there about? For such a bougie reason. I was, yeah, I went, I went to the Emmys. Nice. It was very, um, it was very LA. Right. It was fun. Like I had fun. Yeah. Got drunk. What do you think of LA? Um, I wouldn't ever be able to live there. I'm like. Well, like we were saying, it's like a very work place. It's right. a very like work city. If you're not working or you're not like talking about work or trying to get work, then yeah. you kind of like sit in this weird place. Um, and I'm just not good at parties. I'm not like a, a party guy. It's all about parties. Yeah. I had no more parties in LA. It was like, I played it just 
just to like for, for comfort. <laughs> but I saw we saw um we saw Dave Chappelle and Lauren Hill. Right. Which was um which was a very interesting show. So what how does that show what is that? Dave Chappelle comes on yeah. first and he and he does a set. Yeah. It's like a short set, it's kind of right. like a truncated set. And is it stuff that you'd heard before? Is it all new? It's, it's all, all about yeah, Lauren yeah. Hill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got such an amazing Fuji's 20. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> it's like, Still doing it. Yeah. Thing is, Lauren Hill was like just as funny, but maybe not for the right reason. In fact, I shouldn't talk shit about Lauren Hill oh, in public forum because this will come back to haunt me. She's a legend. Yeah. She's a legend, but it just, I don't know. I, I love Lauren Hill. Yeah. And it was like the Miseducation anniversary tour. Yeah. And um, she, like, she likes to go off melody, like it's her own. <laughs> Yeah, it's, mate, her, it's her talk, choice. We've talked, about, diplomatic we've talked about this on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Where so she just does some like, to be diplomatic. Yeah, it's just some fucked up remix of like But I've seen her being really good. Yeah. Like I've I went with my friend who's who was with me the last time I saw her. Yeah. That was the last time he saw her as well. She was amazing. She did like most of Miss Education, she did it with she actually she like did the songs as yeah, they yeah. are. And yeah, this is like close to that this yeah. show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing that thing uh, where you stay quiet in the hope that the guest will spills. Yeah. <laughs> That's you read me very well as well. I am the kind of person that would just keep talking. Get myself try in trouble. for a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just both just say nothing. See what see what, see what you come out with. So you're at the Emmys. One of our friends won an Emmy. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, you're Ben Green. Ben your Green guy, your guy. for Carpool Karaoke. Yeah, one enemy, but I don't think you'd be the one that you're at. They do like three of because there's like two hundred. I think I might have met him. Really? Or maybe no, he would have told me. Did, about does that. he? Does he? Um, does he's he work at Full Well seventy three? He worked with Full Well on Carpool Karaoke. I met him. Did I you? Him, yeah, yeah. Quite annoying nice guy. guy. Yeah. No, what did you say? Quite annoying guy. <laughs> no, but I've got to pretend rivalry with him. So basically, basically, when when Rupert isn't on the podcast, Ben comes on the podcast. Right. And Rupert's got beef with him. I never listen we've to got, those ones. We've got, yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> Rupert's got no fucking clue what happens on this podcast when he's not on it. Did you see at the Emmys that guy? Was that uh, the one you were at? The guy proposed to his yeah. girlfriend. Was that uh, yeah, hell and I in said, the room? It looked like hell, or was it joyous? It, what I said, there was like so after after it because because our show won, so you have to like you got to go and do like a press thing afterwards, right? Mm. And like we're walking down the thing, and I always forget like. American sense of you like they don't sarcasm's not really no in there like especially like press media yeah, kind of thing yeah. and I just said I was like I kind of was hoping that she'd say no <laughs> and the look <laughs> better story the look on the interviewer's face was just like was like you're a bad person <laughs> Um, and I did. I kind of hoped that she said no. Maybe yeah. it would be interesting. It's, fu it's funny like that because I, I, we did uh, we did a show for mm. Showtime in America, and I had to do the promo for it. And one of the interviews, they said to me, uh, "Used to be a teacher," and they said, "How's it like? You know, you're doing comedy and like you know with the kids. You know, with the kid. What are the kids like that used to come and you used to teach and stuff? Do they come and talk to you?" And I said, "Well, you know." I said, the truth is, I don't care about any of those kids. That's why I got out of teaching, or you know, and, and <laughs> like they, they weren't nice to me then. Why would I want to talk to them now? Or something like it was something along those lines, right? It was a pre-recorded interview. Then like everybody was like, I thought I thought it was like you know just a funny thing to say. And then at the end, she said, "Do you want that to still be in? Because I've got to be honest, I don't think it's going to play that well." 
So I was like, okay, well, <laughs> but just take it. It's like you said, just take it at face value, man. Yeah. It's mad. But also, I just thought like the irony of that thing was not even an irony, but I was just like, he won the Emmy. Yeah. For the Oscars. Yeah, be the happy Oscars with that. won. Yeah. Remember the Oscars oh, right, won yeah, an Emmy, and I was oh, like, yeah. if she'd have said no, maybe yeah. the Emmys would have won an Emmy for like for that moment. For that moment, yeah. Next Emmys. Yeah. <laughs> and then he can propose. Next time, yeah. again. Yeah. Does that make sense? No. No. She says yes, and that's like the big triumphant. Yeah, that's a big, yeah, it's a big, it yeah. been great. Everyone loves an underdog story. Well, good luck to them. Yeah, we I hope it all goes well. No, Although, fuck it. Statistically, it's unlikely. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most, like, un-hip-hop conversation ever. We're like, yeah, the Emmys and the BAFTAs. <laughs> yeah, fuck the Emmys, man. <laughs> now it's hip-hop. So listen, Jacob, you are an annoying person in terms of you're like a polymath who's like good at loads of shit, right? I try, I try, I hope I'm good at stuff rather than well, just like, just does lots of stuff. Well, we were talking about, before you came, yeah. how much we love Time in a Tree. Yeah, it's great. Thank you. That tune and the video, <laughs> sick, mate. What they say, I get wound up from the ground up and I don't know why. Turn the sound up, drown the noise out, swallow up. Don't cry, got an anxious heart and it still may can't take paper or heartbreak. Did Billy Joe have self-esteem? Maybe Vienna wouldn't wait for me. I just want time in a tree. It's really good. But what's annoying about you is that yeah. would be irritating if that was the only thing you did. Mm. But you're also a hugely successful actor. What 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 <laughs> what can't you do? Yeah. Um that wasn't what I was gonna ask, but I like it. <laughs> can't juggle. I can't do anything that like, requires like really good dexterity. Right, okay. I'm really bad at like multitasking. Yeah. <laughs> Stupidly. <laughs> Weirdly. <laughs> I just I just like to make shit. Like that's right. that's when I was a kid I was into lots of stuff. Like I I just I really love films. Yeah. And I really love music. But like to the point where like I gave up like a social life. Yeah. For music and for to watch films. And, yeah. And that's like, so I kind of was like, well, I kind of have to do something to do with that. But then music's like, they do they do different things. Like music is like my way of of like getting into my head and then like getting all of the bad stuff out. Right. And then acting is like I'm just pretending to be someone else, yeah. so I don't have to think about myself for a little bit. Although I'm not like I say that, but I'm not like Daniel Day Lewis. I'm not. I don't need to no. like, live it. <laughs> <laughs> You're not hanging around like the Game of Thrones sets or anything beforehand, like properly getting into the just slicing zone. people up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so do do they give you equal satisfaction? Then do you think? Yeah. No, not equal. I don't think. I think they're like, like I say, they serve different purposes. But but music is is probably the most satisfying thing because yeah. it's like it's literally like making my thoughts into turning them into something positive turning like negative thoughts into something positive not that like everything I've ever written is like really negative yeah but it kind of is <laughs> <laughs> and do you listen to your own shit? I listen to it like intensely while we're like mastering and mixing and stuff. You yeah, just have yeah. to listen to it again and again and again. And then I, yeah, I kind of just more or less leave it alone until I'm touring. And then I've got to listen back to stuff to make sure I remember the words. Yeah. And when you listen back to it, <laughs> yeah. do you enjoy it 
They're, no, I can always pick like 10 things out of the song that I'm like, so I wish I did fucking that fucking irritating, isn't it? I kind of like love something until I put it out and then, I'm, then I can find a million reasons why it's not good enough. Yeah, yeah. You know? Are you bringing out a new album then? I am. I've got to finish it. I haven't finished it yet. So when are we talking? Next year. Really? Like yeah. Early next year, I think. Yeah. And uh, what's it called? Do you know? I've got like, I had ideas. At one point, I wanted to call it Swans. Right. Which was going to be, it was Smiley Warriors Are Never Sad. It's just going to be me grinning. And I mean, it's not interesting to say what it would have been. But then, but then Blood Orange had his, has got his album, Negro yeah. Swan. And I was like, I can't do the Swans thing anymore. Would you have a bird motif? <laughs> I mean, I did like the idea of like how beautiful a swan is. Yes. Yeah. And then underneath it's just like ah, his legs are just like ah. Yeah. yeah. That's that's not good. Like it's audio. Good ducks do that as well. <laughs> what? Could be a duck thing. Could I have to call it? Ducks? You, I don't. But ducks <laughs> ducks don't quite have the elegance <laughs> above the water, do they? That's the difference between a swan and the duck. Yeah, ducks do look like. They look like there's a lot going on underneath there. Yeah. <laughs> Why am I fucking? <laughs> Why am I still talking? What are the other options? I don't really have any yet. I feel like it will it will come when the, when the album's I, done. I I did an Edinburgh show called Ron wasn't built in a day. Right? Do you regret that? Great. I don't regret the show. I regret. No. I do regret the title. Yeah. If you want me to be honest, I do regret the title. I think that's a great title. Yeah, Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, mate. But, oh, so, by the way, Chick Ross. Chick Ross. Yes. Chick Ross. Oh, there you go. I know. It makes such sense, doesn't it? Why the fuck didn't we think of that, man? It's under pressure. I was so annoyed. What did you like, come up Chick with? Ross. You came up with Chicken 2, didn't you? No, Rick and Chicks, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> chicken 2. <laughs> yeah, Chicken 2. Yeah, it was Chicken 2. <laughs> Sorry. When I was doing a photo shoot for Ron Was A Bit On A Day, mm. the photographer, Andy Hollingworth, big up yourself, he said to me, Oh, I know some people that are in a Roman. <laughs> they Roman. do like oh, like, like battle, recreate battles. I, yeah, right. So two of them turned up, mm. and so that poster <laughs> is me in front of two Roman dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Walsh hated the poster, and he said to me when he's in Edinburgh, every time he's feeling down about how his show was going, he would walk past one of my posters and go, "At least I'm not Rome." <laughs> <laughs> Got nominated though. Didn't he? It did get nominated, yeah. It didn't deserve to, but it did get nominated. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a little bit that you like to call, how did you get into hip-hop? So, um, how did you get into hip-hop, Jacob? Um, I Well, <laughs> I probably got into hip-hop the same way most I think most people my age did. Which Soundtrack was... to porn? <laughs> uh, no. Okay. It was it's Will Smith. Will Smith. Will Smith was like my introduction to hip hop. Which yeah. what about Will Smith? No, what about? Was it his hair? Was it? But what I read is you talk about Fresh Prince or his actual music. No, not Fresh Prince. Right. Big Willy style was like right, a right, huge right. moment for me. Yeah. That was like the first album that I like coveted. Yeah. As a what's child. on? What's on Big Willy style? What the? Uh, Miami's on it. Yeah. Getting jiggy with it. Yeah. Um, all the, all the other classics. Getting Jiggy With It was the song for a long time that if you're at a party where they didn't have hip-hop yeah. and you said, "Could you? would you mind putting on a bit of hip-hop? Yeah. It would always oh, be Getting yeah. Jiggy With It. Big Willie Styles all in it. 
getting jiggy with it. That was like the come on Eileen of, <laughs> of hip hop at those type of parties. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you'd have to really go for it and then go, right, I'll wait an hour and hopefully they'll put it on again. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still a Will Smith fan? Uh, uh, as yeah, as like a as a personality, I am. Those I'm records, like, are, those records are good for what they are. They're yeah. great, right? But they they were like written by good, like amazing rappers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't I can't think which ones they were. I always you know I always com- I always confuse like Nas wrote getting jiggy with it. Yeah, and but I always get. Will Did Smith confused with yeah. the space. He didn't jump. write the rap. He just oh. wrote the na 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 na. That was na 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 na. Nas. He was just saying his name lots of times. That was what that was. <laughs> and they chopped it up, sampled it. <laughs> Mate, that was fucking inspired. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, um, I always so, get Will Smith confused with like Bugs Bunny because I remember that Space Jam was like there's songs on that album that were like it's like Jay Z wrote. I'm pretty sure Jay Z and Nas wrote on that album together. I think Jay Z wrote a Bugs Bunny rhyme. Is that right? Yeah, because that album was also an early like hip hop. Yeah, the Monsters, <laughs> yeah. uh, Buster, mm-hmm. LL Cool J, Be Real. Yeah. And I can't remember. But that ch- that's a banger, mate. Shaq do a tune on that as well. Shaquille O'Neal. I don't. Uh, do you I know what? I don't think. I, did he? Mm. I know that Shaq, Shaq, Shaq obviously had his own thing going on, but it, that he did that tune with the Fushnickers. Do you remember the Fushnickers? Yeah. No. Fushnickers, mate. Fucking hell. Did you, did yeah, you know I the remember Fush- them, yeah. I did. There's, terrible. They, I know it sounds terrible. They <laughs> did Ring Me Alarm. What's up, Doc? True yeah. Fushnick. Yeah. Chip what Fu, What is mate. a Fushnick? What? What is it? I don't know. It's like, is there anybody <laughs> claiming to be a Fushnik that isn't? Are there fake Fushniks? Did you is? both fall off your motorbike? <laughs> What's happening here? Your sister's not the same. They were big. They were big. They were like they were down big, with man. the leaders of the new school. But listen, like, Chip Fu yeah. from the Fushnikans, that what? guy's flow yeah. is insane. In mm. fact, let's drop it. Let's drop it right now. His verse from What's up, Doc? I thought I saw a booty jack. I did. I did the Humpty Dumpty bash on Dumpty. Picking a biscuit, this will pick up my stuff. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Like Penelope, but did it all under the under the Humpty Dumpty camera. Hump nose, so play no see, no suffer, suck a tash. My mistletoe dogs, the whiters after the seven doors with stars. I have to be lucky, chops. So leave your lever cards, the gallon, pushing my pedal to the metal. Working the rubber, the go for bosses, and I love my booty pebbles. So how do my partner? I start. Mate, you got to check out Chip Fu. He's crazy. And then when Shaq did a tune with him, he's called Shaq Fu. <laughs> no, but I had the game. Yeah, Shaq, Shaq through the through. game. Fucking amazing, right? That was a great game. Yeah. But that I think that's actually like a big a, a big place that like... Because my cousin used to have all the soundtracks like on tape. So there was like Space Jam. There was Men in Black. Um, what else? And then there was... But then there was like films that I didn't know about, but I knew the soundtracks. Like, like what? Like Belly. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they're the ones that clicked off my head. I, th- I used to think my cousin my cousin convinced me that he was in crisscross. He thought he said he was one of crisscross. And I don't know if you remember like on the cover of the tape, yeah, like yeah. they were facing away. They're facing away, Showing but their jeans are facing yeah. towards the thing. Exactly. Yeah. And I was like, I would tell people at school my cousin was in crisscross. It's a good lie. It's horrible. It's a horrible lie. One of them's dead now. 
Why would you throw that in? Yeah, because well, it's not his cousin. <laughs> no, yeah, that's true. <laughs> For some reason, I thought you'd be really upset by it. Somebody, somebody that you pretended was your cousin. Will Smith, there's mm. one tune, the song where he goes, do me a favour, write one verse without a curse. Do you know what the song Do you know what I'm talking about? I know what you mean. It was directed at Eminem, is. I think. <laughs> yeah, I think so, because Eminem said... He's not responded yet. <laughs> what an amazing... <laughs> Eminem, and, Eminem and Will Smith had a bit yeah. of... Had a bit of B for a bit. But That's... did Will start it? Uh, with that? I don't. I can't remember. I, I know that Eminem something. He came back and like did a did a line with like a hundred fucking fucks in it or yeah. something just to sort of. I've definitely shut heard down. Eminem talking about Will Smith. Yeah. In a derogatory manner. Yeah. I um, think he's mainly angry about Wild Wild West. <laughs> I'm pretty it's a great sure. song. <laughs> It was a great. This is like it's really disappointing being like a '90s kid now because yeah. you start to realize how shit your favorite films were. So was Wild Wild West one of your favorite films? I loved it. I was yeah. like Will Smith is a cowboy. Yeah, I do. Listen, I totally, <laughs> so I totally course. get. Like, I, I totally understand where you're coming from. It's all it needed to be. Yeah. Was, was there a big like robot thing? The yeah, spider. The robot spider. Spider. The robot spider. He had like this steampunk wheelchair, didn't he? And then Kenneth Branagh, yeah, Kenneth Branagh, Sir Kenneth Branagh. Is he, Branagh. Yeah. Is he, is he a baddie? Is he yeah. a baddie? Yeah. yeah. All of the dialogue between Will Smith and <laughs> Kenneth Branagh is racist and anti-disabled. I mean, it's yeah. fucking insane, mate. Yeah. In a, like in a really, really overt way. Yeah. But in a way that they're trying to be like, no, we're addressing this. Yeah. Be like, no, this this Just language as well is not from uh, that time. Uh, <laughs> what are you doing? She's <laughs> <laughs> so uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. So, yeah, Will Smith. Yeah. Will Smith was, like, my first official introduction. And then, like, when I was about 11, 12, I used to go and stay with, um, like, my mum's friends' kids. And the oldest son was uh, a DJ. Right. But yeah, he like became like my mentor because I was like, oh yeah, DJing. But I like, I'm, I love music. Yeah. And he kind of introduced me to like Dilla and Madlib and like weird stuff. Like Ruckus was opened up, all that kind of stuff. There's a place called Rooted Records in Bristol that I used to go. Are you from Bristol? I am. Yeah. Bristol's hip hop scene with my strong Bristol accent. <laughs> <laughs> Bristol's hip hop scene is great, right? Yeah. There's definitely there was there was definitely like a a scene. Yeah. So go on, Karen, sorry. Yeah, so I just, I just got into, like, backpack hip-hop. 
but at school people would just say tell me it was white hip hop even though it was it wasn't like it wasn't white people making it yeah. but like it's weird the, isn't it that that raucous cuz raucous yeah if you're into raucous records yeah i love raucous that's sort of there's a nerdy element to that yeah. which really appealed to me yeah same do you know what i mean yeah. it appealed to me because what was great about being into raucous records and being into that whole independent scene mm. was that somebody could say to you I'm into hip-hop, and you'd go, so am I, and then you could name a load of artists that they didn't have a fucking clue about, and you'd feel better than them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's part of the reason <laughs> I became vegan. Do you know what I mean? Like, so, well, like, so you could name loads of vegetables. So I could just go, oh, you eat dairy? No. Oh, right, you're morally corrupt. You know I mean? that's, the, that's the main reason. So, like... I mean, that's, that's part of why people hated, like... <laughs> Anyone that was into like raucous or Stone's Throat, we were like, oh, you're you're a smug hip hop. Yeah, and also, but the other thing about that kind of thing, so I love I love all of that, mm. but I would concede that you couldn't drop any of those tunes in a no, club, it's, it's really. Do you know what I mean? Like, like you know, like like you yeah. could if you could yeah. if it was a, if it was a, an underground hip hop night. Mm. But what I mean, it's like hip hop. You'd be at a, like a main, like a regular night, and somebody would drop a mainstream hip hop tune, and nobody would bat an eyelid. Mm. If you fucking suddenly put on Sir Menelik, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like in the middle of like, to the bar. like people just be like, "What the fuck is this, man?" Do you know what I mean? Like, I can't groove to this. But that was like, that's what I wanted to do when, like, when I for that that small window of time, it's like maybe a year, two years that I wanted to be a DJ. I always like get those. I get like raucous records, but yeah. then I'd go to HMV as well, and I'd get like in the club or yeah, yeah. like I don't know Nick Cannon and R. Kelly <laughs> do you remember that song? Nah. I, genuinely, I was going through my records yeah, recently yeah. my mum like cleared out her attic and I like, went through my records I put it on Instagram it's like it was like R. Kelly and Nick Cannon Gigolo and uh, Murder Inc Down Murder Inc yes Dry, like, it was, <laughs> Murder Inc it's a very specific time in <laughs> Because you'd have to get like bangers. It was that, mm. but it was that exact thought. It was like, right, I have to make sure I've got like lean back in there. Yeah. yeah. But then there's also I want to put like skills in there as yeah, well, yeah. or like I don't know. It's got to be some like Talib Kweli or or most Def like, and obviously they were like kind of more in the mainstream end of that spectrum. But like I, I was trying to bridge that gap. So you were um, trying to bring the two camps together. Yeah. Obviously Unify. never played out because yeah. I was twelve. <laughs> But that's a funny mission for a 12 year old <laughs> I was a weird kid because I was like I'm gonna do like this. I said I was yeah. like I didn't have a social life I was like oh, I'm just going to dedicate my life to like finding music it's not too late that was <laughs> yeah you could still do it what but DJ or, or or have friends a, or, yeah, no for friends <laughs> for friends no. you'll be on that now man you're too you're, you are too famous now to make real friends it's over, yeah. it's over for you if, you, if they don't friends. if they're not in your circle now yeah, You're done, mate. No can't one. be trusted. You mm. absolutely can't be trusted. <laughs> Fuck that. But um, you mentioned R. Kelly. Have you heard his... Uh, what's yeah. it called? I admit it. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> fuck him. I want like, to say that publicly. Yeah. Fuck R. Kelly. Yeah. Fuck Ignition. They played it the other night. They put, I, was, I was at a party. How was they, he, they how are his records still getting played? I have no idea. I have no idea. How, I, well, I, don't, <laughs> I, I just don't fucking understand mm. this. <laughs> How is that guy? I don't understand what what's happening. Is it is it just we just wait long enough and then we can start listening to Twelve Play again? I don't understand what the fuck's going on. That's what happens though, isn't it? It's like like we knew that there was something weird about him. Yeah. Like Aaliyah, like that whole thing was 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 weird. Like he didn't he write Age Ain't Nothing But a Number. Yeah. Come on, 
Yeah. <laughs> and apparently like... they had to change this. The original version was like, you know, consent is sort of a muddy area. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, the lyrics are just completely <laughs> fucked up. And then they change it. They're like, like you've, you're too on the nose there, mate. You're going to have to switch it up and like disguise it a bit. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's fucking messed up. And then when uh, I admit it or whatever, or I've, yeah. in my basement, whatever the fuck it's called, it like came out. <clears throat> the first thing was, <laughs> one of the, it's a 19 minute song, mm. right? Let's drop it now. In That's full. not a song, is it? No, yeah. don't play it. Don't, <laughs> play don't, it. don't give it the, the full 19 <laughs> minutes. I didn't. <laughs> And then we just come on. You know what? No, but you know what? Let me just say, say, before we drop it, it's a lot to take in, so I think we should just put it twice so that people can fully... What do you mean? (laughs) I admit I done made some mistakes and I have some mental... Listen, mate, we're not paying for any of this stuff. All right, good. Um, No, but the intro... Like, so somebody texts me going, fucking hell, R. Kelly's, like, come out with, like, everything. Mm. I was like, listen to it. He opens with the stuff about him not being able to read properly. I'm like, dude, there's... At last. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, no. So I remember him stumbling that. over the autocue. This finally, he's fucking getting get down to the nitty gritty. <laughs> fuck, man. Fuck that guy, yeah? Rupert? Yeah. I've noticed fuck you've been him. pretty quiet about you it. You have no. been very quiet. Oh, fuck that guy. What Does guy? Help? Fuck yeah. Kelly. Yeah, yeah. Fuck R. Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Does that sound See, convincing? That's, that's like group think. That's like the opposite of critical thinking, isn't it? We're like, go on, cancel him. Yeah. Go on, yeah, say yeah. it. Say it. Yeah. Feels like feels like you think this is a nuanced situation. Now fuck that. <laughs> hey man, what's your favorite hip hop album? What would you say is your uh, your favorite hip hop album of all time? Do you think? My favorite hip hop. This is a hard one because my favorite hip hop album is my favorite album of all time. Oh. So I was like, should I separate out the things? But nah. I. I, my favorite hip hop album is College Dropout. Really? Yes. We've not had that on there. No, I don't think so. No. Really? Yeah. You know what the Midwest is? Young and restless. Restless. Might snatch your necklace. The next thing. Might check your Lexus. Somebody tell you who Kanye West is. I walk through the valley of the shower. Death is. Top floor. If you alone, I leave you breathless. Try to catch it. It's kind of hard getting choked by the Texas. Yeah, yeah, and I check the method. They be asking us questions, harassing, arresting Saying we eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast, huh? Y'all eat pieces of shit? What's the basis? We ain't going nowhere but got suits and cases. I'm a, I'm a Kanye <laughs> apologist. Right. Get like, I, okay. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of yeah. that. But um, my other one would be, would be like late registration. <laughs> so, <laughs> so college dropout. College dropout, yeah. Better than everything else that he's done since, right? In your opinion? No, it's just, it's, I think it just has like more of a personal significance and, yeah. and more of a... I think what that album was to me at the time mm. is like... It, it has to it has to be my favourite thing. Whenever I listen to it, it brings back kind of all of the best memories of my... Like, not childhood, because I was like... I think it was 14 when it came out, but like that part of my life. Because... Like I said, I was like, I was a Dilla fan. I was like, I listened to Dilla, and I listened to like hip hop that nobody really cared about. I, yeah. I used to read Scratch magazine. Do you remember Scratch yeah. magazine? Because like I was a proper producer. I liked producers more than I liked rappers. If a beat was good, I didn't really care that yeah. much. Um, but so now, I, but now of, you blame them for all of your failings. Yeah, That's exactly. the irony of it. <laughs> 
It's just because I never became like a super producer. Right, right, yeah. It's envy. Um, but yeah, so so I'd like been following him, and then College Dropout came out. I moved schools at exactly the same time. Yeah. And the first friend I made was through Kanye West, and basically Kanye West has sort of been the reason that I've made all of my friends. Like right. as I've gone on in life. Um, but yeah, so, so what happened? Hold on. So the, you, was it just like a common interest in Kanye that you made your f- in that album specifically? Right, right, right. I feel like College Dropout is like the most beautiful marriage of, like, of Raucous and Def Jam. Yeah, it's like it has that. I mean, literally, but also like he was able to bring together all these elements and then make it work. Yeah, and I was like, this is the key. This is like this is what I've been waiting for. Yeah, is like that cross section. Because I loved, like, I bought Joe Budden's first album. Yeah. Like, you know, I was into, like, mainstream hip-hop. I liked, I liked Ja Rule. I'll put my hands up. Yeah. So I, I like Ja, ja Rule, Rule as well. Yeah. Um, Although, when he first <laughs> did the live performance with J-Lo, I don't know if you remember at the awards. No. And it became hugely clear that his voice live <laughs> is fucking <laughs> mental. <laughs> He's definitely better. <laughs> yeah, I like Jarrod as well. Yeah. Combination as well, him and J Lo. Yeah. J Lo live. Yeah. If that's ever happened. Yeah. Just, that was a bit shady. <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, yeah, so it, he just like perfectly crossed that over like you know you have Ludacris Jay-Z Talib Kweli Most Def yeah 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 all on the same album like and it was just and, and the production was just like spot on yeah all the way through and he's like I'm someone that like listens to albums all the way through I don't know if that makes me weird nowadays but like well we seem to be moving away from album culture now right? yeah College Dropout. Getting on that. Yeah. College Dropout is incredible. Yeah. So it is incredible. And for all of the things that you said. Mm. Um, and it's weird because, like, College Dropout and Late Registration, I think those are the two Kanye albums where I think he's done great records since. Mm. But those are the two albums where I've never had a reaction to any of his records like I did to those first two. Because, yeah. like, College Dropout is exactly what you're talking about. You're just like, Fucking up. This is hip hop that I think is brilliant mm. and like has all of that underground aesthetic, or, you know, or whatever. Mm. But also, you put on in the car and uh, and people like, you know, it doesn't feel like it just was like you think this is gonna blow up. Stuff that's like what I love mm. is gonna like blow up. Do you know what I mean? It's amazing. And late registration. What was so great about late registration was he did. He was. Those were proper songs. Do you know what I mean? Like there was yeah. like there'd be like. I think it's like We Major with the one with Nas where like it just it's the production and the it's luscious it's it's just <laughs> unbelievable you motherfuckers better do your job and roll up and watch how we roll up and I can't control the thing hope it is so nerds I take a sip of that yak I wanna fuck I take a hit of that chronic that got me stuck but really what's amazing is how I keep blazing towel under the door I'm smoking to the days and puff puff the past the fuck up rotation hypnotic for Henny that nigga that's a chaser Turn he's done stuff since so I thought this is Great, this is great, this is great, but never have the, the just the fucking the mind. I think it's having your mind blown by record. Do you know what I mean? Like college dropout and late registration. Yeah. So I totally get that. 
<laughs> the one thing I'd say about college dropout is, I get it, man, you dropped out. Doesn't mean you have to shit on education. You know, there's a lot of people <laughs> that go to university and it gives them a lot of opportunities. You have to make yeah. everyone feel like fucking shit about it. Do you know what I mean? Like, that running theme where, like, I, I, I mean, I get it, he dropped out. Yeah. It's cool and it's not for everyone. <laughs> it's a teacher in you, is it? Yeah. Education is not for everyone. I understand that. But just... But see, I was the not everyone. Right. That, okay. Well, that was a weird way of framing that. No, like, it's great. You framed like, it. I was the... I, like, it could be the next That's why album. it meant... I think it's like like spaceship. I yeah. was. <laughs> good. That was good. Um, uh, it's like spaceship. I was cleaning, like I was sweeping up hair in a hairdresser's, to, right. so I could like buy records and I could buy like music. So, and I hated it. <laughs> so I listened to a song like spaceship, and I'm like, yeah. oh shit, this is like hip hop, but he's talking about working in a shop. Yeah. And like, I wasn't academic at all. I hated school. Yeah. So like to hear somebody be. And also there's something very like, especially when you look at like that whole kind of raucous thing, it's very like, what's the word? It's like, is it verbose? Like it's very, yes, yeah. very wordy and very, and like I didn't always get it. And, yeah. And like, there was just something really accessible about him, but not dumbed down. Yeah. Yeah. Was, I remember thinking Jesus, I thought Jesus Walks was an incredible song. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. The way that he talked about faith and like, and you know, in such a, like you said, it was like an eloquent, way, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was like to sort of put up the materialism of hip hop culture against his faith and like yeah. the, contra the what, how that is a contradiction. He did it in such a great way and it didn't feel like you were being hit over the head with it either, yeah. do you know what I mean? So obviously an intelligent dude, do you know what I mean? Like it was, despite dropping out from college. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, you know, so it, it has its plus size. It does have its plus size, I guess, yeah. But also it kind of... <laughs> What's your it, argument now? I don't know. <laughs> Drop I've really painted myself kids. into a corner. <laughs> <laughs> It's weird now in context when you're like, he allegedly didn't write a lot of that album. What? What? I'm pretty sure, like, I don't know if it was Rhymefest or GLC who wrote. Oh, actually, I don't know. I, 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 I have heard this. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, know, I, 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 I think he doesn't write a lot. Yeah. And he definitely doesn't now, but like, well, he might have written quite a lot of Yay. Oh, he wrote. <laughs> Listen, that's all <laughs> on wrote him. All of it, that's all on him. Yeah. Um, but I think that's something, like, I can, again, admittedly I'm a bit of an apologist for him so I can always like, sort of justify most of what he says or does but like I think he's one of the great hip-hop curators right and and that's like something that's really like clear in college dropout that thing of like I'm gonna put Talu Kweli on a song with Jay-Z yeah or like I don't think he did but um, <laughs> you know like he he can do that successfully he's, yeah and he does that to this day like he's never the same i think him and david bowie are very like similar artists yeah they're, like they constantly evolve and they're very good at like putting the right people together to make this thing do you think that paul wall can still get hold of kanye when he wants to no <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i could get hold of paul wall if i wanted to but that's not really the way around it <laughs> I, I thought it was a great feature. Yeah. But, yeah, it's mad. Uh, cool, good choice, good choice. I can't believe nobody's come up with that before. Is that definitely... I'm what? surprised. But um, maybe it's because it's not like... I feel like it's not a very purist album. Also, the other thing I would say is 
Uh, I think people are so fucked off with Kanye now <laughs> that they've sort of forgotten <laughs> Blanked that he was yeah. ever good. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. You know, there's so many people I know. I don't know if you, there are people that, like mates of yours that have yeah. just gone, I'll never listen to anything that man does ever again because of what he said and shit like that. Do you know what I mean? But everyone's still playing ignition in the club. Right? So, this is the thing that I found kind of so weird about. So does that about. mean that Trump is worse than paedophilia? No, I think is Kanye what, uh, is seen as worse than paedophilia. I don't even think it's like Trump necessarily. I think it's like, people have hated Kanye since the beginning. He says some stupid shit. So he says like inappropriate stuff a lot of the time. Do you think it's racism? Because there's, there's, there's been a number of articles yeah. that have said that rock stars and like white musicians have for years and years and years said fucking batshit stuff, right? Mm. And they and that gets celebrated as eccentric, man. They're musicians. That's like part of the genius that mm. they eat their own shit or whatever, right? So, <laughs> uh, but Kanye doesn't get a pass for that. Do you, do you <laughs> think he's own, own shit? shit. <laughs> um, allegedly, yeah. To allegedly. some extent, I think to some extent, but I think I think it's also just like, like I can't stand behind. Most of the stuff he's, he says. Yeah. But, like, at the same time, I think, like, he's a bit of a disruptor. And I, I think if he was a white rock star, then he wouldn't be getting the, the kind of negative attention that he gets. Because he already, he, like, he's already had to, like, feel like he's continually had to, like, prove himself again yeah. and again and again. And he will again. Like, he, yeah. And also, he's, like, not, he's not very well. And, he t and he, I, I like the fact that he's, open about it but I think that's also something that's not comfortable for people to accept well he is open about it but he is open about it and, and that and it is I think if somebody is open about the types of things that Kanye is going through then mm. it's always good because mental health issues and stuff like that are, are things that aren't talked about enough so mm. it's a very positive thing what I would say, though, in th that goes along with that, is that he's got people around him that need to help him out a bit more. Because like, yeah. he's coming out with stuff that is uh, career, not just career damaging, but, you know, his, the general perception of him. It's irresponsible. Yeah, it is yeah. irresponsible. And so you just sort of think he should have people around him that are just sort of going, mate, you've got to... Just, you need to yeah. second... You need to think about this. Do you yeah. I mean? It's like... Not people like me that's like... Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Like, yeah, I know what you meant. <laughs> <laughs> and but like he talks, like he talks shit in his music as well. Like there's lots of stuff I can't like that new song that he's got with Lil Pump. Yes, yeah. Like I hate that. It's horrible. It's just a gross song. It's what just the like everything wrong. This like everything that's wrong with misogyny and hip hop is that. Is that it's so weird, isn't it? It is sad. Like I do. It it is sad to see this. And like because like, also I I got asked to be on Mastermind recently yeah. and I was going to pick Kanye as my subject. specialist subject and then I, I decided not to do it because I was like I don't know what he's going to say between now <laughs> and, and the time it airs <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you listening to at the moment well, uh, no name yeah the new album yeah yeah it's great right it's, really, it's beautiful I, like I love the first album but this one's kind of it's, it's really different it's yeah. kind of kind of does that thing oh, I can't move on bringing Kanye into this again but it kind of does the thing that late registration did where it's like it expands on the thing that came before it yeah but gives it more like it feels more like there's more depth in it yeah. and there's more yeah 
I've, I've really, I really like that. I've listened to that a lot recently, and I just like her how conversational she is. And which just very she, much feels like she's doing her own thing and is not yeah. at the mercy of whatever the trends are or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'd love to see how her live shows work. Yeah. Because yeah. she's so like laid back, but I, I feel like she's maybe somebody that would be aware of that. You know. Um, Denzel Curry, mate. That, that album. album. Taboo. Fuck yeah. person that's like that I've spoken to is into that album as well Christ I've been listening to it on the way look dude I can't get over how I fucking love it man. so good also I feel so a, f- a friend of mine said this the other day he was like Taboo is like if you're into trap but yeah. you want to hear words yeah mate so so <laughs> like, Curry. yeah so like I I so, so I read like so I, I'd read some review of it and I thought uh, maybe I like this and then I put it on and initially mm. I was like this is the type of rapper this is the type of hip hop I don't like mm. and then I carried this to it and I was like fuck man it's like it's got all of the stuff about trap that you like sonically because like, you know when you listen to trap you go I do like I, the production on this is great you mm. know the, the, it is good but it's just I don't want to hear any of it you know, I don't want to hear what the rapping or whatever the lyrics or whatever is not for me yeah Denzel Curry has got it all, man. He's like the full package. It's fucking great, man. And He's really good. I think it, like that and Pusha T are probably the two albums that, like this year, mm-hmm. I just can't get enough of, man. Yeah. Just that Denzel Curry album. Oh my god, it's so good. I fucking nobody ever knows what I'm talking about when I say his name though, and then I have to be like, he's the guy that did that. I am the one, the one, the one. <laughs> <laughs> and they know what I'm talking about. But, but honestly, yeah. if you haven't listened to that Denzel Curry album. Man, you gotta to listen to it. It's it's so good. I cannot recommend it it's highly really enough. Good. I'm so glad. Really, really it good. It's so good. It, and it is one of those ones that like you could just put it on at any time and yeah. it like will enhance. Yeah, it will make your day and life better. <laughs> there you go. Have you seen? Do you know Joyner Lucas as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah I love. <laughs> he's. I think he's great. Yeah. Although, do you know what? I posted up about his last album, right? Yeah. Because he obviously, you know. The, the video that went viral is I'm not racist like everybody was do you know the yeah. first time I thought I'm not racist I just thought this fucking white dude yeah, is so out of line man <laughs> like he can spit but what the fuck I think that's what makes it so good that's, <laughs> yeah. that's like what's so effective about that video and then somebody said to me I posted on Instagram I just said this album's great I love mm. joining because I, I think he's one of the best at the moment like in the world like I think he's so good I think he's exciting yeah he's really exciting yeah and then somebody said he's kind of corny. I just, there's no way that I would have thought that Joyner Lucas... I just wouldn't put that... Okay, I have a theory about this. Go on. Why people think he's corny. I think this, ha- this, is, this has started to happen. It's like, because he's not like a Zans guy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He's not like... He's not a Zans guy. He's not like a massive like money guy or like car guy. Like he kind of talks about his life. Yeah. I think that's why people think he's corny. Because I think, I think like in mainstream hip hop, you're kind of used to like the singles being like the cars stuff yeah, and yeah. like the money stuff. And then there's like that one song that they released that's like about their daughter or whatever. Yeah, and that's like yeah, the yeah. second right. single and it yeah. like, and it has like a, a singer from like an indie singer on it or whatever. 
But because Joyner Lucas kind of like, I feel like he brings that energy into his music where it's like, I'm going to talk about like my, the inside of my head. Yeah. And my family. Well, shit he's and, sort of super vulnerable. it's dark as well. Yeah, it's yeah. dark. And also, like on that, on his latest, on his last album, mm. he's got all of these voicemails from different people <laughs> for his life. And it makes him look so fucking bad as a person. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, and not in a cool gangster fucked up in a, in a you're a fucking arsehole mate yeah. do you know what I mean like it's so he's just so open do you yeah. know what I mean like it's mad but that's, I think people do think of like vulnerability as corny yeah so whoever that was fuck you man fuck you yeah absolute prick plug one plug two guest plugs for you Right, Jacob. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Rumo. What do you reckon? Best case you've ever had? Right out there. Yeah, yeah. You said so. Uh, what have you? What, what have you got coming up that you want us to check out? Oh, I'm so bad at plugging stuff. Oh, I've got a tour. I'm right, a tour. Sorry. Um, You're doing America and the UK, right? I am. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. In November, I'm playing in, in Nottingham. Sold out. I'm playing London, Shepherd's Bush. Yeah. Uh, Bristol, Manchester, Birmingham. And I'm gonna forget like the one place. Then everyone that lives in that yeah. place gonna think. Guess you don't give a shit about this show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, nice. Anyway, one. I'm playing in places. You can find yeah. it. You yeah. can find it on the on the internet. Yeah, you got. I nice... got a song and a video. Yes, time in time the in tree. the tree. Check it out. Yeah. That's great. That's wicked. Thank yeah. you. Uh, right, thank you very much, uh, Jacob. Ch- thanks thank for coming you. on, man. You got thank to come back on. Uh, love you, Tabby. See you later. Bye bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.